and welcome to episode five of uh, Only Like Their Old Stuff. This week's show is called uh, Lucky Charms, JBCs, and Sushi. Uh, I'm Jho, and this is Groove. Hey yo, what's up? What's up? What's up? What's up? <laughs> <laughs> nice start to the show there. Uh, Okay. Usually when, 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 when Jake and I call each other on the phone, and this is ridiculous. I know it's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. But if you listen to this podcast, then you're probably just as ridiculous as we are. And you may as well try it, too. If you know anybody else that listens to this podcast, call them and start out. But between the two of you, just say what's up to each other until one of you breaks and starts laughing because it's fun. I mean, it definitely comes from that Budweiser commercial kind of thing. You know? A little bit of yeah. it, but it's, it's similar in style. I mean, that's where uh, it's different. Parts heavily from that, but yeah, we just yeah. like when we call each other, we spend a good two minutes sometimes just saying dumb shit like that to each other. It whittles down from what's up to just nah. Uh, uh, uh. Eh. It just as as with everything between us, it becomes a competition <laughs> to see if you can make the other person laugh or quit or give up. <laughs> yeah, and start and start actually talking about something. The best thing, the the, the the best and worst thing about it is is when you answer the phone in front of somebody else. <laughs> yeah, and you you know you have to play that game. You have to say was. Was sad, and you just you're doing it constantly in front of somebody that's just staring at you, looking, you know, well, at you. Like I find myself like putting my hand over the receiver a little bit and kind of like <laughs> acting like, uh, "What's up?" Oh, uh, I don't hide it at all. You know, it depends on who I'm around. If I'm if I'm somewhere like in a public place, like you know, with people that don't know me at all, I might be a little. That's when I do it more. Uh, you would. Well. It's it's basically a competition to see who can kind of annoy the other person first with that. Uh, I'm usually the one that starts to laugh first. Yeah. Because it's hilarious. Because it, it came organically. We never mentioned it. Yeah, we just, we started, just started doing, doing it. it. And then and now we've we've we know the rules of the game, which doesn't really help. But we'll, and we'll mix it up every now and then. We got a couple other variations like hey, hey. Wait! 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 <laughs> <laughs> oh, nobody's listening anymore. There's only one person, Why are we talking about only this? One person listening. We need, we need to stop and start over. We'll cut this out in editing, folks. <laughs> Fuck <Over>. that. <laughs> no, I was kidding. I'm oh, shoot. By the, uh, that's $21. This episode. I just started. What? I just I, I'm I'm trying to do I'm trying to stop cussing. Oh, why? And I'm because I want to be pure. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> I want to be seriously. I want to be why? healthy, healthy, healthy in my living. I want to I want to be have integrity in the way I speak as well as Get the way I behave. Get that hippie shit out of here. Well, I'm just saying. I'm just trying not to because some people don't cuss and they sound uh, you don't even notice it. Oh you know, God! I never, I'd rather, I, I never thought you'd sell out like that. I've tried to do this every year, every well, year. It's just words, so man. It's, it's just words. It's not just words. It is. I don't say it to my mom or anything, but 
Well, I oh. see. That's that's why I'm trying this two week cleanse because because I can't. I I was because I was around some kids the other day and I was just just my speech was just foul, man. It was well, foul. You I have to know when to turn it off. You have to be responsible with it. I don't. Well, do that's it why you gotta. Well, every now and again, I need to go through this cleanse because if I don't, then I'm I can't control it. So I'm trying to control it now. All right. And I think it's I'm lame. I'm trying to control it. I'm just gonna, Well, I don't. <laughs> email us at I only like their old stuff at gmail.com and tell us whether or not you think it's lame. Whether or not you think Groove's mouth cleanse is lame. Language cleanse. Two weeks. I've got 21. I've cursed 21 times since. Oh, my God. You have a count of it? Yeah, because I'm putting a dollar in a jar. Dude, you have gotten so soft. I've not gotten soft. You have. That's, that's hard. That's it's soft. Hard. That's soft. Not cussing. That is, is soft. Hard. That's hard leather. No, don't even try that. It's true. Don't you even know try true. that. I may as well cut the sleeves off my shirt. Yeah, hard leather style. I'm just finding more creative ways to, uh, you know, to communicate. That's all. All right. Just, well, excuse me for challenging myself. Yeah, I do excuse you. I knew it's, I wasn't even going to bring. I knew as soon as as soon as I was going to mention, if I had mentioned this, you would have. Well, said, oh, that's one of those that. things you should you should know better than to mention that around me. Well, that's bullshit. It's like it's, it's, it is. I I was talking. I was actually I was talking to Barrett, uh, super fan Barrett on the phone, and because uh, she knows about the, the two week <laughs> cleanse, and uh, and I it's very similar to people that eat meat. And vegetarians. When you bring up that you're trying not to cuss, it's uh, it's as if you 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 just told somebody you were vegan. Yeah, somebody get that said, shit out of here. That's what I say to that too. <laughs> get that shit out of here. <laughs> go, go put on some patchouli and call me later. By the way, the other just the other day I told Mackenzie that I wanted to become vegetarian, and um, oh my god. That I, <laughs> And she apparently she went out for Mother's Day uh, just yesterday with um, with her mom and her dad, and she told them that I was going to be a vegetarian, and they didn't believe her. And so they sent some leftovers with her um, for me, and in one box was like spaghetti with meatballs and sausage, mm-hmm. and and it looked real good. And then the other one had like a grilled zucchini, and like like a bunch of lame. Like squash and eggplant, like lame vegetables, yeah. not cool vegetables, you know, like disgusting ones. And and her mom, um, uh, her mom said, "Well, just go give him both these boxes and see which one he wants to eat. <laughs> see if he really wants to be a vegetarian." And then I had actually called her without knowing that she had said that to wish her a happy Mother's Day. And she's like, "So which box did you eat?" I said, oh, I had that spaghetti. It was delicious. Why? She's like, oh, I guess you're not going to be a vegetarian. <laughs> I was like, well, I'm working on it. <laughs> yeah. Get that shit out of here. Get it out. Uh, Get out. Yeah, for the couple of people who are still listening to the podcast this week, um, now that welcome we've alienated all of you, welcome to the well, show. Welcome to the show. We're- well, the truth is, let's go ahead and break it out. What, like the majority of our listeners listen on Max, so they probably all are vegetarians and none of them cuss. I'm trying to change so. that. I'm, tr- I'm trying to get Kevin Delion, who's our webmaster, to uh to block any accounts that are using <laughs> Mac to try to download so, the podcast. So. Our downloads will go from <laughs> yeah from a hundred down to twelve. It's the principle oh. of the thing, man. You got to stand for something, or you'll 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 sit down or something. You'll sit. Yeah. 
Whether you fall for anything. You're going to stand on an operating system? Yeah, take a stand on an operating system. Let's not get into this Mac thing this week. we got to save that for the future. Speaking of saving things for the future, we, uh, we're just out to disappoint this week. Um, yeah, we decided that's what we're doing, which is disappointing people. Disapp- the hearts are breaking all over America right now. now. You, yeah, you, you're getting a taste of what my family has felt like all, this, all these years that they've had to deal with me. A little disappointment. Um, so we're going to postpone yet again the music episode because uh, we didn't think you guys wanted it bad enough. Um, we didn't get we didn't get no emails about music, concerts or anything. So we're gonna put we're gonna put we're gonna postpone it. Now, really, we didn't do our uh, we didn't do enough preparation to do it right. So we well, decided we, to save it. We had planned to go to a concert together last night, Mother's Day, Sunday night, in Atlanta, and it turns out we just scheduling whatnot. We it just, just didn't happen, so yeah, couldn't do it. We're gonna hold off and wait until we're ready to do the music episode, but we will do it. So I know you're all excited about it, even though you didn't email us, <laughs> except Charlotte. Except for Charlotte. Um, so this week we got a little. We're gonna talk about some something close to our hearts. Well, hold on now. Well, I'm. Every, yeah, I'm just saying. Everybody's everybody's dying to hear who won. Who won? Nobody's who, dying to hear that. There's everybody's dying, dying to hear, to hear who won. Number one fan and the newest number one hater. <laughs> All right, so you've got the number one fan and the number one hater this week, so go for it. I do. I do have the number one fan. Number one. Which one do you want to hear first? Number one fan. Really? You'd rather hear the good news first? Yeah. Than the bad news? All right, fine. Uh, number one fan is this. This week is our buddy Adam down in Florida. You can find him on Twitter at Gulfstream Blues on Twitter. He's a. Uh, um, he's actually. <laughs> He's been in contention for number one fan since the first episode, which was show. now, you know, it's actually a milestone, which was over a month ago now wow. that we started the podcast. And um, Adam's also uh, often known as that dude. <laughs> D-A-T dude. D-A-T dude. That yeah. dude. He, um, he actually, he, um, he tweets about it. He said it was, it's better than Monday Night Raw and Monday Night Football. Football yeah. Yeah, so really uh, happy to have Adam listening to us, yeah. that dude. Um, Adam's just a nice team. guy, man. This is a nice dude. He's just that dude. He's one of those guys that doesn't say much, but when he does say something, it'll floor you. Yeah. You know, it's either really insightful or really funny. Yeah. And he probably hates that we just said that right now. He's like, oh, oh. Why, why are you guys saying that? Ruining his street cred. He's, he, he, would, he would say something to the effect that we talk too much, and he doesn't actually talk too little. It's that we talk too much. I tell you, my favorite – My Adam lives in South Florida, and my favorite memory of Adam was going to this uh, – when I was down in Florida – doing some work and he took me out to this uh to this mall where they had a sushi restaurant and uh it was like a nice place and we just like went to just kind of hang out and i don't know if we even ate or anything but they had this dj there and he was the worst dj honestly worse than the prom dj guy the worst dj i've ever seen in my life just every cliche about a dj but he thought he was real cool he had like the shirt unbuttoned you know like had his hair gelled and everything and we were just 
laughing his asses off about it. His chest hair jailed. Yeah, yeah, he did. Oh, <laughs> uh, he was he was pulling out all the all the stops. It was great. So yeah, so I got to see the worst DJ in the world with Adam a couple years back. And Adam's a DJ too. He he plays some music. Yeah, he um he knows he's real up on like a lot of the uh electronic music and stuff. He... Well, there you go. Follow him on Twitter, Gulfstream yeah. Blues. He'll hype you to see if good gets, stuff. So. If he gets it, well, yeah, he only tweets. He'll he'll tweet in, in spurts. He'll tweet like at least like once or twice a day for like a week, and then he'll disappear for a month, which is very similar to how he lives his life. At least how our relationship's gone. Yeah. We like talk a lot and like catch up and like, wow, we're yeah. And then not I talk to him for like a year. And he just kind of wanders the earth. He does. He is wandering yeah. the earth. And he's just spreading the the hype. <laughs> yeah, that dude. All right. Well, uh, number one hater this. Uh, you know, uh, I just got to no. Never mind. Um, number one hater this week is uh, Sepku, friend of ours. Uh, actually, a friend of mine from college when I went up to school in the Northeast. A uh, friend of ours on Xbox Live. His gamer tag is Sepku. S E P K U. The spamming. You can you can find him on uh, on our page on iTunes under the reviews section. Uh, he left. <clears throat> a, a review that was something to be desired. And here's the thing. Here's what it comes down to. We were talking on Xbox Live just the other day, and um, he's, a, he's a good friend of mine. Good friend. But he gave us four stars. And he hadn't even listened to the podcast until uh, – he claims that he listened to it. But I'm not sure he did. I think he was just giving us four stars well, just to spite us. I don't know. Yeah, it's kind of weird. I mean, his his review is like just kind of some funny stuff or whatever. But it was the lonely island. I'm on a boat, fused with a review. Which is which is he often sends me texts of little like things that were hyped on, like funny stuff that were hyped on, like quotes from songs and stuff. Um, which yeah, yeah, it's a fitting review from him. But it's like, come on, man. Like, I mean, both of us know him fairly well. You know him a lot better than I do, but we both know him pretty well talk to him more than I talk to a lot of people every week and you can't give us five stars <laughs> I mean damn it's not like it's the greatest podcast in the world but I would hope my friends I mean even if you didn't well, we think have... it was a five star podcast I would hope that my friends would put five stars on there the thing is is that we've had 11 reviews 10 of them have been five stars and one of them is four stars so it just sticks out like a sore thumb not that I mean I don't really care I mean four stars it's still better than three. You know, I'm, we're still on the podium there. It's the principle but of the thing, though, man. Even if you didn't thing. think it was a five-star podcast, hook, hook a friend up. <laughs> you know, like, come on, be supportive. It's like we can't ever get that back. <laughs> can't ever get that perfect rating back. We'll never be flawless. No. Maybe he could change it. Thanks, friend. I don't think you can. I think that's it. No, For, that's forever. It. Forever. Yeah. Forever. You're going to get us canceled. <laughs> gonna get us canceled. Well, it made our uh, popularity go down. I think. Well, he's gonna he's gonna get on there, and if he can change it, he's gonna put it at three. Yeah. yeah. Uh, if he listens to it, which I don't think he does. No, so. he doesn't. So he won't ever hear this. Yeah. Moving on this week. Um, so this week's theme is gonna be uh, food. 
something near and dear to our hearts. So we're going to talk about some – based on the conversation we had last night, we decided that we like food so much that we're going to, going to talk about it a little bit. Well, yeah. I mean it, it started out me telling uh, Jigga that I knew what my what's the hype is going to be this week. Uh, and as you guys know, we don't really – excuse me, like to talk about them that much because here's the classic reason why we don't want to discuss what's the hype with each other because I told him, yo, check it out. I know what my what's the hype's going to be tomorrow when we record. Jigga goes, what is it? Yeah. <laughs> and I go, it's cereal, dude. Because, okay, I'll just start it out. I'll, 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 I'll start it out here. When I grew up <clears> – <throat> The cereal. We had three types of cereals in my house. Okay, we had three cereals from when I was born all the way up until I left my house. Okay, at my mom's house, it was Total, Total Raisin Bran, and Basic Four. Oh, Basic oh. Four. Basic Four was awesome. It was so good because you had. Had dates in it, and yeah. the dates were like, oh, they're so delicious, delicious. So that was the out of the cereals you were exposed to as a child. That was the treat. That was it. Yeah, okay, that so, was the treat. Yeah. Well, I started going to summer camp, and at summer camp, every now and again, a little a little box of sugar cereal would pop up somewhere. And it was like, who was going to be able to get some of that sugar? I mean, like the cereals at the summer camp. I mean, they, they had like your classics, you know, but then they also had like like Fruit Loops and like Lucky Charms and Fruity Pebbles. And so it, that was where <laughs> I got my only, only really my only exposure to sugary cereals unless I was like spending the night over a friend's house. But I didn't hardly ever do that because get this, when I was like, I, literally, when I was like eight years old and I came home from school on a Friday afternoon and said, mom, can I go over to, you know, Jason's house and spend the night this weekend? My mom would say no, because you need to learn how to plan ahead. And you should have asked me yesterday. Damn. That's how, that's how Damn. it went. That's how, that's how it went. I eight years old. Well. Plan ahead is like, I'm going to go somewhere in five minutes. That's what planning ahead is to an yeah. eight year old. You know, so I didn't really get to spend the night over at anybody else's house as a kid, and um, and so I didn't really. I just never really got that many sugary cereals. So I came up in a total, total raisin bran and basic four household. Did you and so, then, did you know that the that the sugary cereals existed? Did you know the extent definitely. of the sugary cereals? So you, yeah, because I had to go grocery shopping with my with my mom. Yeah, I mean she would you know she would take us to the grocery store and just you know make us you know I mean she put us to work man that's how we that's how it was in the in the Ethier Sanders household as yeah. a kid and um and so I could we would walk down this aisle you know that looked like a mile long and it had like. <laughs> Thousands upon thousands of cereals, because this was like the, the time of the cereal boom, when you had like tons of cereal commercials on television. You don't really see it too much anymore, you know. But it was like tons of cereal commercials on the television, and I would just see, you know, tricks and like, you know, I mean, everything and Count Chocula and all that kind of stuff. And I just always, I never stopped asking, but I never received any kind of sugary. Never once did a sugar cereal. <laughs> Um, underneath the root, not even for Christmas, nothing, yeah. nothing, never. And so, that's funny to me. Cause, yeah, 
Well, just just the other day, I was going I was going to um, pick up some some groceries, and I wound up liberating myself, and I picked up cinnamon toast crunch and Lucky Charms. And I, I need to take back my statement. I do remember being able to eat Cinnamon Toast Crunch once in a blue moon. I think it was at my mom's house. I can't remember. Maybe it was at my dad's house. Anyways, so I got a box of Cinnamon Toast Crunch and a box of uh, of uh, Lucky Charms. And I bought that on Saturday morning, and I'm already finished with it on Monday afternoon. <laughs> yeah. So I, I get this call from Groove, as I, as I often do, uh, and he's like, man, I got some of that Cinnamon Toast Crunch. It's like obviously this new thing for him, and I'm like, oh, really? Because I anybody that knows me, you know that I'm a I'm a cereal connoisseur, and I love some shitty cereal, like some real bad for you cereal. Yeah, because uh, yeah, I may as well not be called cereal. Right. My my experience my experience growing up was completely different from yours. My mom allowed us to have what cereal we wanted. Now cereal is kind of expensive, and it was even back then. So like we wouldn't like get it all the time, but if I wanted some sugary cereal, I would get it, you know. And my mom, you know, not to say that my mom was irresponsible about it, she wouldn't like let me sit down and eat a whole box of Lucky Charms, you know. Yeah, well, yeah, we were limited to two bowls of cereal. But she she didn't like, but you know, she she paced me on it, but she didn't limit what kind of cereal I could have because she didn't see anything wrong with me eating the sugary cereals. And so, you know, I grew to, like, really love, like, Lucky Charms, Count Chocula, and uh, as I've grown up, I still, I, I've tried to, like, eat the grown-up cereal, and I just can't, I can't do it for very long. I can do it yeah. if I have to, but, so it's like, for me, there's this cereal hi- hierarchy, and you've got the healthy cereals on one end of the hierarchy, like the spectrum, if you will. Which the quintessential would be total, right? And to me, total—it's the one good thing about my upbringing was that now I, I can eat total, and total is delicious to me. Um, so you've been conditioned to be okay with eating that. Well, yeah, and if yeah. you look at the side, you know that has all the nutritional facts. Total is like the gold medal. I don't even understand how Wheaties ever got. I mean, all Wheaties does is get an athlete on the cover. What? To- Total does is they get those those and if you just look at the nutritional facts they've got stuff there you get a hundred percent of everything including stuff you never even knew existed. Well, it's it's you total. Hundred percent. It's total. Oh, it's, yeah. That's why they call it total. It's a fitting name. So yeah. Yeah. So one end of the spectrum, the healthy end of the spectrum, is total, and then you have the awesome end of the spectrum on the other side, <laughs> which is uh my my other side would be Count Chocula. I know that you don't like chocolate, but it's chocolate. That cereal is all made of chocolate. (laughs) It's chocolate. The little shitty pieces in it are chocolate, and it's with chocolate marshmallows. And you you might find yourself wanting to put chocolate milk on it. And if you don't put chocolate milk on it, if you put normal milk on it, it makes chocolate milk. (laughs) Okay? So you've got total on one end. Count Chocula on the other end. In the middle, you have, like, as you start to get past, right past the middle is, like, kicks, which they yeah. try to pass off as some sugary kid, syrup. Kid tested, mother approved. Yeah, that's some bullshit. My mom brought home kicks one time, and it was a sad week in our house. <laughs> we were just, like, staring at the bowl, frowning, just kind of, like, picking up the cereal and dropping it in the bowl, you know? Like, you, what is this? Do you, do you drink a lot of – do you have a lot of milk? 
on your cereal or just a little bit? Like, what do you fill it up to? Do you fill it up to where the, the, the cereal starts to move? Do you fill it up? This is that, this is one of those classic out? Seinfeld routines, I think. That in, I oh, think really? the first episode, yeah, because they did it in the last episode of Seinfeld too. I think in the first episode, he has this whole monologue about how he like, how, what he likes his cereal to be like with his milk. No, we can talk about it because it's, it's a relevant point. Um, it, I like for my cereal to be floating in it. Like I like to have enough to where it's floating around in it. Okay. So you pour it until the cereal starts to move up to the top of the. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You like, stop it right before the 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 cereal starts to overflow out of the sides of the uh, yeah bowl. I like it to float free. How big is the bowl that you eat it out of? I don't know. Okay. You know, like I mean. <laughs> Cereal bowl. Uh, cereal, yeah, <laughs> cereal bowl. I might get it, you know. It's not, I don't get like a hubcap or anything. And either. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's what I've been doing. I've been, I've been, I've been, I've been, I've been eating that cinnamon toast crunch. I got, I got, let's see, one, I got three bowls out of that one box. Out of cinnamon Please, toast crunch. Out of the cinnamon toast crunch. You eating it at like a, one of those big bowls that you serve salad out of. That's exactly what <laughs> I was, not a salad out of, but I was eating it out of a bowl that you could fit an entire box of macaroni and cheese in. Right. Like that would serve a family. That's what I was eating. It's it like out a of. mixing bowl or a serving bowl. Once again, I'm like I'm getting to experience my childhood now. Playing video games, reading comic books, eating sugary and, cereal, and eating shitty, shitty, shitty for you cereal. That's, that's, that's good. Twenty-two so and twenty-three dollars, by the well, way. Well, to be fair, the to be fair, cinnamon toast crunch comes in what I like to call the premium box. Yeah, which looks like a normal cereal box, but you turn it to the side and it's as thin as like a, a I don't know, a, a, it's thinner a than the case. Yeah. <laughs> It's yeah. like it's it fools you, and then the, yeah. and then inside of that they have the bag of cereal, and the bag of cereal is often half full. Mm-hmm. So you've got like two bowls at the most, really, out of cinnamon mm-hmm. toast crunch. And then uh, you're telling me that last night the best thing about cinnamon toast crunch is that last bowl because you get this cinnamon dust in the end, and it makes the cinnamon milk, and so then you tip that up to your lips. It's like manna from heaven. But you got jumped yeah. on that, didn't you? I did. I was really excited about getting the um, that dust. Because you're experiencing this for. A, I'm trying to wrap my wrap my mind around that. This is this a, is experience. literally like my third cinnamon toast crunch box in my life, and and I and I'm pouring it, and I know I know from eating anything, you know. I mean, you eat anything. I mean, shredded many weeds. The end of it, you know, you've got the dust at the end with all the sugar that 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 weird like blow towards dried sugar <laughs> yeah you know that comes out and so i was really expecting it and i don't Mini wheats like is it. right next to kicks by the way <laughs> is it on the awesome side or the healthy side it's, it's towards the awesome side because it okay, is really okay. sweet when you if you turn it if you turn the mini wheat the correct side down on your tongue yeah because it's only sugary on one side then you know yeah. it, it puts it a little bit ahead of kicks <laughs> Well, the um, yeah. So none of the dust came out, and besides, um, my cats really—they really like it when I eat cereal because they get just a wee bit of milk, and uh, <laughs> uh, it doesn't matter where in the house they are. I've got them trained. When I'm done with my with my cereal, I walk over to where their food is, and I just tap the side 
of the bowl yeah. with my spoon, and they just come flying. It's like there's five cats in the house. They come flying over the refrigerator and through the window and stuff. It's crazy. So. My cats know better than that because they ain't getting a drop of that milk. That's for me. <laughs> that's, that's part of eating a bowl of cereal is, is is drinking that milk at the end. Well, I drink it all except for like enough for them just to have a little taste. And yeah. some of it actually the the last of the of the cinnamon toast crunch, they did not drink any of it. <laughs> they yeah. refused it. Yeah, they were Which like may no. say something about the makeup of the cinnamon toast crunch. <laughs> <laughs> the animals will not will not touch it. I just tell my cats get lost, you know better. Get out of here. Get lost. Go get a job. You get your own cereal. <laughs> So well, I'm I'm looking forward to my favorite. See, my count chocula is um is fruity pebbles because I've had I've had literally like five bowls of fruity pebbles in my life, and they were awesome. They were well, that, so that's, good. It's <laughs> funny because you're you know that that's your experience has led you to that to that being the holy grail of cereal for you. Yeah, but for me, fruity pebbles, man, that's amateur shit. <laughs> that's just like that's beneath me. I'll eat fruity pebbles. That's when when I want to be healthy. I eat fruity pebbles. <laughs> well, I was about. I, I actually set out last night on a mission. I was going to go out and get fruity pebbles for this morning, and it, I just did fell through. And I'm I'm really looking forward to going grocery shopping again because now, now that I'm like liberated, I'm going to get one healthy cereal and one sugary cereal every time I go to the grocery store and I'm going to try to balance the two out and I might mix my Fruity Pebbles with my total oh man. <laughs> that's a shame you can't do that promise me no. you won't do that I, I, I tell you the Fruity Pebbles um, the thing that the reason I ate Fruity Pebbles as a kid is they had when they used to put good toys in cereal Fruity Pebbles had the best toys um, they always had these little like plastic submarines that you could put baking soda in and somehow they would like dive and rise and dive in your bathtub or whatever um, and these little like planes and stuff in there but it was one of the I didn't really like Fruity Pebbles that much so it was one of those things where like I gambled on it I'd be like man I want to get that toy so I'm going to get these Fruity Pebbles this week and then I'd be disappointed for the week <laughs> you'd pour the pour the cereal out just to get the toy right when you get home yeah and then I'd be like man now I gotta eat all these Fruity Pebbles before I can get something good like Lucky Charms or something Lucky Charms, there's a lot that can be said about how somebody eats Lucky Charms. Yeah, so because give me I, I well I uh, I'm the type of person that eats all the little the the healthy bits. The cat food which, pieces. <laughs> they look just like cat food. Don't deny it. It looks just like cat food. The cat food pieces. You got the marshmallows and the cat food pieces in Lucky Charms. Well, that's what I eat the cat food pieces first. And I actually, I, I finished off my Lucky Charms today, and I was just, uh, it was the second bowl, you know, where you keep the milk in for the first bowl, yeah. and you pour just a little bit more in for the second bowl. Right. And I had an entire, an, it was double stacked. It wasn't just the rim, you know, the, the top of the milk wasn't just marshmallows. It was There were marshmallows underneath that, too. Yeah. But I, got, I went so... I was so focused on it that I would swipe the bottom of my spoon on the edge of the bowl when I was eating the cat food pieces because you know how the marshmallows stick to the bottom of your spoon yeah, uh -huh. sometimes when they get wet you didn't, or whatever. You didn't, want, you didn't want one sneaking in there 
and tempting you right. to get the rest of them. Yeah, yeah. So, but it was amazing because um, Mackenzie was over here yesterday, and she had asked for a bowl of Lucky Charms because she saw me eating them, and they're delicious. And um, I was watching her eat them, and I just assumed that everybody ate them the same way I did. Um, and and if anything, that Mackenzie would be doing that because she really enjoys some sweet tasting food. And but she was eating them just like all just unfocused, just. Just eating it together. But you, what you wanted is you wanted to suffer through the cat food pieces so that you could have a couple bites of all marshmallow. Right. That's exactly. I mean, that's my last like eight spoonfuls were just marshmallows, and it actually got to the point where I was like, "Uh, "There's a lot of marshmallows." (laughs) I use that that technique sometimes, but I just scoop the cat food pieces out and throw them in the trash. a true person that grew up on sugary yeah. cereal. Yeah, and I've eaten Lucky Charms for so many years that I've seen the changes in the marshmallows, and I can I, I can tell you the the, the basically the the years when the marshmallows changed because over time there's a couple marshmallows that stayed the same, but then they like they have these promotions where they have to try to outdo what they did last time with the marshmallows, and so it used to be all the marshmallows were about the same size and everything was really balanced and it was great. Because you had like you know when you had a bite of marshmallow, it was all they were all about the same. But then they started introducing these giant marshmallows into them. So you got the normal size marshmallows, and then these marshmallows that are like the size of three marshmallows. Yeah, I believe one of them is the hourglass marshmallow. And they it's used to a, they used to have a, a clover. Yeah, they used to have a four leaf clover um, marshmallow, but now it's like some bullshit four leaf clover inside of a hat thing. And it's giant. You could almost break it up and make four little marshmallows out of it. And it kind of pisses me off. It just like throws off my whole balance, my whole there's, feng shui of my of my Lucky Charms. There's the rainbows and the horseshoes and the hourglass and the hat. And there's a, a bucket of gold. Right, and the bucket of gold is ridiculous because it doesn't look like a bucket of gold. No, giant. It's this giant marshmallow. So they had the same they had the same marshmallows in it for years and years. And where they started going wrong was with the purple horseshoes, because they introduced <laughs> the purple horseshoes and people liked them. And so they were like, man, now we can open up to just like throw in all kind of ridiculous marshmallows. But if you think about it, the horseshoe doesn't fit with the theme, really. I mean, the horseshoe is considered to be lucky, but if you're thinking like the Lucky Charms and this Irish, you know, guy at the end of a rainbow with a bucket of gold, I mean, everything else fits except for this horseshoe. No, no, no. I'm going to give you one that's worse than the horseshoe is they, after the horseshoe, they introduced red balloons. Oh, that's right. Red balloons are in there. Look it up. Look at this stuff up on Wikipedia. I'm telling you the truth. Horseshoes and then red balloons. That's what the horseshoes led to was the red balloons. What kind of lucky charm is a red balloon? How is a red balloon lucky? How is a balloon lucky? I hate balloons. <laughs> balloons are just stress. They are because you never know when it's going to pop. If you're blowing up the balloon, I have anxiety when I have to blow up a balloon. Cause I'm you've also got the he- helium balloons, you know, and you're scared to let the helium balloon go because it's going to go away. Yeah. So, so a balloon actually- is anxiety on a string for me. <laughs> Nothing lucky about it at all. So get that shit, get that shit out of my cereal. <laughs> 
And then after that, it's just like, well, we might as well put in an hourglass. What the hell does the hourglass have to do with anything? (laughs) (laughs) I've actually got an hourglass right now because I was thinking about maybe actual hourglass. Yeah, and and I flipped it up when we started this, and we've been talking about cereal for more than a half an hour. (laughs) It's a deep, it's a deep and cultural uh, topic. I think. Well, so I'm getting rehype on cereal. I haven't eaten cereal in a while, and uh, what usually happens is I'll I'll get some cereal, and I'll uh and I'll get some milk, and then I'll I'll, I'll eat the cereal, and I'll finish off the cereal box in like half of half of a gallon. Because I'm not one of the people that likes a lot of milk in my cereal. I like just enough for me to have to like smash it down with the spoon in order to get it wet. Yeah. And um. And so I'll finish the cereal box, and I'll have like half a gallon, half of a half of a gallon of milk, and I'll I won't drink it because I don't like milk. I don't like it at all. Yeah. And it just sits and and goes bad in in my refrigerator, and I feel so terrible that I just stopped getting cereal because I didn't want to waste milk. Right. And I'm thinking I probably could have just gone to the grocery store and gotten another box of cereal to finish off that milk, but I hate going to the grocery store, so I never went. So I just wasted wow. milk. So I stopped. So I got it now, and I'm thinking I may even upgrade to a gallon of milk and start eating cereal for two meals out every day. I love yeah. I love cereal any time of day. You know, it's good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. I I will. It's funny because I've had almost like a a flip flipped experience to cereal as you've had over the past week. Because I think I told you week before last, I bought uh, uncharacteristically of me, I bought uh, a new type of Cheerios called Banana Nut Cheerios. Yeah, that has like natural banana flavor in it. It says natural banana flavor and other banana flavors in it. <laughs> and so I, I don't really know what that means, but it also came in a premium box, had about two bowls in it. Mm-hmm. Um, but for uh, you know, for a healthy cereal, it it was actually pretty good. It would have been better if it had some like banana marshmallows in it, but. I don't think that Cheerios would be considered by our our, our wide audience, the listenership, uh, to be a, a healthy cereal. I think the regular Cheerios might be healthy. They boast that they're healthy on the commercials. Oh yeah, well, Honey Nut Cheerios would be on the on the uh, the healthy side of kicks to me, though. <laughs> well, yeah. Well, I think kicks is sweeter. <laughs> Speaking of awesome, let's move on to um, fast food. <laughs> All right. Let's do it. Another topic uh, <clears throat> of uh, under under the food umbrella would be – I feel guilty talking about that. Divisive. <laughs> let me start out. Let, let me give some – let me give some context to this. <laughs> Groove and I for years have gone – have so, – now that fast food places for years now have done late night menus where they serve late, um, Groove and I have for years hit up a variety of fast food restaurants late at night to get some food because yeah. we get hungry when we're hanging out and bullshitting about stuff and we go get some fast food. Um, and a couple years ago, I decided I was going to start cutting back on fast food because I saw that movie Supersize Me. <laughs> and I called Groove and he was just – <laughs> adamant he was like he was he, he was in denial over that movie he said that movie was fake it was propaganda 
<laughs> well, and that fast food is not like that. And he was seriously willing to 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 die for his beliefs on that. That that that's movie. Not, that's not exactly how it went. It, it is exactly how it went. That's not exactly. I called you and said, "Man, I, I think I, I just watched Super Size Me, man, and I I really think that I need to cut back on fast food. I don't think it's good." And you you were all but saying that fast food was healthy. <laughs> and that movie was propaganda. Well, well I heard I was... somebody on e- on NPR talk about it. <laughs> I did. What <laughs> must did be true if it was on NPR? Well, <laughs> I've cut back on my fast food as well. Now that I, I watched the movie, and I don't think everything in it is entirely <laughs> real. I think there's a little bit of movie magic in it, uh, but uh, plus I hate that guy that did it. You're like you're like those 9/11 conspiracy theorists. <laughs> no, I'm not in denial. Anyways, uh, um, here's some suggestions. <laughs> here's me going healthy on the on the fast food. I went from eating JBCs. Yeah, let's to, talk. Let's talk about how you can eat healthy at the fast food restaurant. <laughs> Give us the give, drop that knowledge on us. I want to hear. I want to hear what's healthy. <laughs> Instead of getting a, a junior bacon cheeseburger, which JBC is you know short for junior bacon cheeseburger, which has been held in high regard by us for years and years. JBC. Pretty much the 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 best sandwich you can get. I don't know if you call it a sandwich. It's a burger. It's the best burger you can get for ninety nine cents at any fast food restaurant. Period. Am I right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Just the right. fact that it has bacon on it puts it over the top. It's not like a, a outstanding cheeseburger or anything, but it's got bacon on it, and it's ninety nine cents. So, and you can you get it bacon, late at night. Yeah. You can, yeah. Add bacon, and it it gets better. So instead of getting the JVC, I've gone healthy, <laughs> and I get <laughs> I get the crispy chicken sandwich. <laughs> And I feel good about myself when I do that. And the to to put it in perspective, they like this is Wendy's food, and Wendy's does have a chicken sandwich that's like all uh, white meat, like non-processed. The crispy chicken sandwich is the reconstituted chicken mash, formed in a mold, fried up like the same thing they make chicken McNuggets out of. And then they put one piece of lettuce that's about the size of a quarter. And then a, a whole dollop of mayonnaise. Yeah, on it. and that's healthy. That's healthier than a JBC. <laughs> also, when I go to Taco Bell, instead of getting a cheesy gordita crunch with meat, I get I substitute beans. <laughs> yeah, because it's the meat that's really bad for you on that, not the gallon of high cholesterol cheese they put on it. There's two different types of cheese on a cheesy gordita crunch. There's the nacho cheese that holds uh, that, that acts as the glue that holds the soft tortilla to the hard tortilla, and then they also put the sprinkle cheese on it as well. But I can't actually even stomach those that much anymore. Um, so now instead of getting those and substituting beans, I get say maybe a grilled stuffed burrito, but I ask for chicken instead of meat. <laughs> the healthy choice. Healthy choice. Oh. Chicken is healthier, so I, I get. Yeah. I eat birds. <laughs> eat birds. I, Fuck you, bird. <laughs> yeah, darn you, bird. Yeah. 
Uh, I miss how you used to be. <laughs> I miss the old you. Yeah, you only like the old me. Yeah, I only like um, the old you. <clears throat> See, I love, man. I, I got my my weakness in life now is this Chick Fil A. Mm. I love Chick Fil A, especially man. I never seem to be up early enough for it, but I love their chicken biscuit. The Chick Fil A breakfast is the best fast food breakfast around. It's I, I'm not glad even you say that because I hear a lot of people say it's not, and I think it's just the biscuits are like buttery. I ch- I challenge somebody to come up with a better b- breakfast fast food menu than Chick Fil A. Yeah, there's nobody, nobody. Continue. I always seem to get there. No, I mean, I didn't have much of a point, but I always seem to get there at, like, I think they stop serving breakfast at 11. I always get there at 10.59, and they're like, oh, we don't have any more. I'm always just disappointed. Well, if you're going to eat breakfast at 11 o'clock, you're going to be in for disappointment no matter where you go. I don't like to eat early because I'm not awake yet. Right. But if I am awake, I can't eat early in the morning because I, I feel sick. I'm allergic to being up early, and I get sick. And if I eat something too early, I'll just I'll just feel sick all day. Yeah, yeah I, I, I don't really – I mean I haven't really eaten breakfast at a fast food place in a long time. The only thing that I have eaten actually – oh. Oh God! Is uh is the Starbucks breakfast? Yeah. Things? Yeah, they've got these, you know, because they're trying to get more sales or whatever. In the oh, sales. those are good. You got me one of those uh, when we were uh, when we had the yard sale, right? Tur- turkey, bacon, and egg. Yeah. Uh, turkey, turkey, mm-hmm. turkey, bacon, egg, and cheese. Yeah. yeah. But I had a guy, uh, and I was thinking, man, those are, those are pretty good, you know. Those are probably considering it's Starbucks. These these might actually, I mean, they they they. <laughs> They say it's a reduced fat turkey bacon. Turkey bacon's and, and, shitty, man. Well, they uh, so I'm thinking, well, maybe these are like real eggs, you know, like maybe it's like good for you. Yeah, not right. Like good for you, good for you, but you know, fast not, food. Not terrible you know. for you, yeah. Right, and my buddy worked at uh, he he just actually today started a new job, but he used to work at Starbucks, and um, <laughs> and he was like, he used to work on airplanes. He said it tastes like airplane food. I was like, but how do you guys make them? He's like, oh, they come prepackaged. We just throw them in the microwave, and it just destroyed me. I haven't had one since. I went on a spree there where I had like three in a row, like three days in a row, and then he told me that. No oh, man, that's so. uh, that's got me thinking now about the experience I've had with turkey bacon recently, which is like a big cliche now to talk about bacon. For some reason, bacon's real popular on the internet and stuff. People are getting bacon tattoos left and right, which I think is ridiculous. That's awesome. I like bacon, but it's just people just. Are going over the top with it, but I will say that like I like to get turkey sausage because it's like really lean and it's it's really good, you know. Um, mm-hmm. And so I've been eating bacon. I've been on this bacon kick, and I was like making breakfast and stuff. And so I, I've been getting bacon, like regular pork bacon. And I saw the turkey bacon. I was like, well, I like turkey sausage, so I'll probably like turkey bacon. I could not have been more disappointed. Turkey bacon like tastes turkey like bacon. cardboard. No, I couldn't fry it to get it. I couldn't make it crispy at all. I fried it for like a day. I just left (laughs) it on low, let it simmer for a day, and it didn't get crispy. That's your fault for liking crispy bacon. Well, I don't always like crispy bacon, but sometimes I do, and I wanted some crispy turkey bacon. Turkey bacon tastes like bologna to me. It's like this reconstituted turkey. It's just awful. I will never make that mistake again. I'll not go down that road again. (laughs) 
turkey bait. Um, get, get that shit out of here. That's uh, um, uh, moving away from fast food and moving more towards the traditional home cooked meals. Um, I actually um, have cooked at my house five times. <laughs> And I'm actually really – I'm looking forward to moving because I know that when we move, we're going to start cooking at home. I mean I live by myself, so it's kind of you know the, the cliche, well, it's hard to cook for yourself, that rationalization. And uh, because you, if you're making a meal, you, you're going to have to make a meal for two. You can't really cook a single meal, which – Which any smart know. person would realize that that means you've made a meal for two so you can eat on it for two days. Right, you just split it up and have leftovers the next day. But to the person who wants to rationalize himself out of cooking at home, that that's the and I've used that myself before. Yeah, and it leads to my stomach, you know, which is big. Anyways, so I don't really. I I just have one meal that I can cook really well, and I I actually made it um, for my girlfriend. Uh, it was the first time I ever cooked. I cooked her a meal for cereal? our one-year a- anniversary. <laughs> yeah, yeah, cereal. And, uh, and then <laughs> the next time I cooked at home was for our two-year anniversary, and I cooked her the same meal. <laughs> and then she was disappointed when I didn't do it for our three-year anniversary. She's still waiting on that meal, that one meal, that which is like salmon and beans and rice. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, you just boil that salmon for about <clears throat> three minutes, and then and put some beans and rice together. That's, and you gotta, that's some gourmet type shit right there. That's romantic, dude. Yeah, that is romantic. Light a few candles. There you go. Mm-hmm. Uh, the uh, I rarely cook at home. Well, I used to not ever cook at home, but now that I'm completely broke, uh, mm-hmm. I eat at home quite a bit. And uh, I didn't realize this until my roommate brought it to my attention, but <laughs> I'm very, like, obsessive-compulsive about how I eat. I'll eat the same meal every day for, like, a week. Yeah. Like, the same thing. I'll get on these kicks. Like, I was on a, a peanut butter and honey sandwich kick. So for every meal, like, lunch and dinner for a whole, like, two weeks, that's all I ate. <laughs> and I didn't I didn't realize I was doing it because I just – I love – peanut butter and honey sandwiches and then my roommate was like you realize you eat the same thing every day and i got all embarrassed and like uh switched uh, it up <laughs> made, yeah, i had peanut butter and jelly peanut butter and, peanut butter and banana yeah that is one thing that i can do at home a lot is, is that i do eat if i'm gonna eat at home i do eat a lot of sandwiches i love sandwiches i'll make anything a sandwich i'll even take a cupcake rip the bottom off of the cupcake and put the put it on the top so it's like a cupcake sandwich <laughs> Any, if if I can make anything into a sandwich, it's on. That's how I'll eat it. That yeah. was actually the only way that I used to eat like crappy food at home. See, that's one of the, another one of the things about my upbringing. We never went out to eat. Never. One, once a year on your birthday, you got to choose what you ate for dinner, and that was when we went out to eat. So you ate. Never. Your mom cooked for you the other times. It was actually right? my stepdad. He, okay. he cooked. Yeah, my mom yeah. cooked every meal for us too. Like every day we would eat, and we rarely ate out as well. So 
Yeah. Which I'm thankful it, for because I I ate a lot of good food and I I, I learned to appreciate a lot of different stuff because my mom always liked to try to cook new things. So. Well, my stepdad cooked chicken. <laughs> <laughs> he cooked chicken every day. I actually got to the point when I was like 12 years old. I got my stepdad to cook like 365 ways to cook chicken, and uh, and that was mainly just to get some diversity because I knew we were going to be eating chicken. I just wanted to eat some different type of chicken. And, and there's two other meals that he would – and now, don't get me wrong. Yeah, for sure. I'm grateful that, that we ate. I mean, we – that was the one thing. We all had to sit down by candlelight and eat dinner every night. And I hated it as a kid. <laughs> yeah. I love it. Now, you know, I mean, like now it's like, oh, that was awesome. You know, we'd go through the day. Everybody would check in, you know, and say what they did that day. And I would, you know, I mean, every now and again, I get booted from the table. Yeah. Um, right. For some transgression. <laughs> yeah. yeah. See, that sounds like such a cliche and everything. But if you think about it now, like when do you really eat dinner with somebody? You know, rarely for me, at least, mm-hmm. you know, like. And it's it is kind of nice like to to have had that because we had that experience growing up too. Um, mm-hmm. That we would all sit down and eat and talk about what happened in the day, but you know we had like a regular schedule. But I mean it's hard for people now a lot of times. The, the one thing that always irked me, and this I, pissed me off so much. I'm I'm pissed thinking about it. Is that my mom would you know we'd have dessert. We'd have to eat at least one bite of everything on our plate in order to get dessert. Yeah. And for dessert, like, say we had, like, Oreos, you know, in the freezer, and the serving size of Oreos is four. Yeah. She would only let us have two. Oh, that's the worst. That's, like, worse than not getting any Oreos. I would pull out the Oreo box and say, look, Mom, it says four. I should be allowed to have four. And she'd be like, do you want to go to your room? (laughs) Like, only got four. And we would go out on on Halloween, and we get, you know, I mean, we get – pillowcase fulls of candy and we'd eat on that candy for a whole year until yeah. the next you know until next time we'd eat oreos once a year right before you know on like october 30th yeah when we ran out of you know, out of your candy, candy yeah but we would even even if it was the smallest like little you know those little strawberry candies that are wrapped in that strawberry cellophane yeah you know, with like the weirdness on the middle she would only let us have one you, one treat you don't know where those things come from there's one company <laughs> that makes those things and i, I I got no clue. Nobody knows what company yeah. that is. Yeah, because they never you, – you never see them sold. Yeah, they don't have a brand on them or anything. They're never for sale, and they're always in a glass dish somewhere. Yeah. You often get them if you get like – if you were to get like a mug, if somebody were to give you like a mug, like a gift mug that was all wrapped up. Yeah. It would have like the little cellophane grass in it like you get at Easter and maybe a couple yeah. of those in it. A couple of those, yeah. You know, where the where do they come from? <laughs> yeah, what is the origin of these things? I'd like somebody to email us and find out. I'd like somebody to just to email us. Yeah, that would be nice. <laughs> that would be nice. We did actually get a uh, an email this week from uh, our friend Lise. Oh, I didn't see that. She was in contention for number one fan, and maybe maybe she will be next week. You never know. Maybe she listens this week and play finds your cards out. right, Lise. You might. <laughs> You might wind up being number one fan. Yeah. Um. So well, okay. So we'll just do one more, one more thing about food because nothing we've said anybody can relate to yet. <clears throat> Worst or weirdest food experience? You want to go ahead? You got one? Oh man, that's tough. If you already have one, go ahead. I got one. Um, I got a buddy that um went to culinary school in California, and um. 
he was in San Francisco and he was eating a lot of a lot of really good sushi, you know, and he he really developed it, his taste for it and and I am just as much um I I place just as much value on texture as I do taste. Right. And um <clears throat> And he was talking about how how good this one piece of sushi he had uh, was, and and how I have to every time I go eat sushi, I have to find uh, find it on the menu and see if they've got it, and if they've got it fresh because it's only good fresh and whatever, whatever you know. And and so I'm I'm going out to eat some sushi every now and again, you know. That's like the that's like the really nice dinner, you know. That's yeah. like the treat. That's where you you get paid and you go eat some sushi, mm-hmm. and um. So I'm out with McKenzie or or somebody I can't even remember who I was with. All I remember is that I finally got the piece of sushi that he was talking about, and a sea urchin. Oh, it's funny it's, you mentioned that. It's isn't it called unagi? Yeah, I I think it is. Yeah, unagi. Well, I get some sea urchin, and it is literally eating a loogie. That's what it's you, eating a hocked up loogie. I'm I'm not convinced that somebody didn't just stand back there and hock oh, a loogie on a piece of rice. Oh, it was that like, makes me sick thinking about it. It's, it's true though. It is the oh. texture of it is is a kind of it's just I could take it even worse, but I'll stop right there. That's the worst thing I've ever eaten in my that, life. That is amazing because that you just stole mine. <laughs> Seriously. Seriously, that is that's the word. And I've eaten stuff. I've had the uh, the fortune to be able to travel some to some places all over the world, and that is the worst and strangest thing I've ever eaten. I think. Yeah. Um, I'm good to chomp on some, you know, some squid. I'll eat the the suckers right off the legs of the squid, but I cannot. I could not. Uh, stomach it. It came in. I think I got nigiri, so it was like two of them. Yeah, that's how I had it too. I've only had yeah. it once, and I've had it. And in in Japanese culture, if I'm not mistaken, that is like one of the delicacies of the sushi uh, world. Is that like that's that's what you you know that's and and they, it's often priced that way too. <laughs> it's very expensive, and so I was like, well, I'll try it. And I'm I like to try new stuff, and and I you know I I try to keep an open mind about food, but that. It really is like, and it didn't. The thing is, is like, it would be one thing if it had that awful texture and it actually had like a really good flavor to it. But it, no, had it like, tasted like a booger too. Well, it had no flavor at all. It tasted salty, like a booger. It was just this like watery, like, oh, <laughs> oh, I'm just thinking about it. That's that's terrible. Uh, that's bad. Oh. I've had. Uh, one other, I've had baby octopus before. That was kind of weird because when you eat it, you just kind of eat the whole thing. Um, yeah. and it, you, you crunch up the little like beak part and everything. Yeah. It's kind of, kind of disturbing. Well, I had a friend in high school who played baseball on the, on the, you know, the varsity baseball team. Yeah. And at every high school, and I'm just saying this just because it just popped in my head and it's whatever. They would always grill cheeseburgers. 
at the baseball game, you could like, you know, pay some outrageous marked up price for him. And that was their fundraiser. Yeah. And, um, and this kid, Ryan Erickson, he would keep a cheeseburger in his back pocket and he played like shortstop <laughs> and he was, he, no, he was a catcher. That's what he was. He was a catcher and he would stand up at like, you know, when the, when the pitcher is like changing or something like that. And he would pull a cheeseburger out of his back pocket and take a bite of it and put it back in his back pocket and then go back in the crouch position to, to catch the baseball. And I thought it was, it was awesome. It was, it was ridiculous. Don't get me wrong. I mean, you got a, a dirty, dusty cheeseburger that you're eating. You probably got granules of sand Ugh. as you're chewing it. That <laughs> yeah, that's about the jank toughest thing I've ever seen on a baseball field. It's this guy putting a cheeseburger in his back pocket and eating it. Have you, have you ever eaten anything like insects or anything like that? You know, that you kind of see on TV, like I actually, um, <clears throat> I, this is going to sound weird. I don't know. I guess I was a bit of a weird kid when I was younger. <laughs> you ate bugs as a kid. <laughs> well, I, when I was in fourth grade, I remember this vividly. I w- every day when we went out on the playground, I would just go and I would just go find ants and I would eat ants. And, um, <laughs> I didn't I explain so much. I didn't think it was that big of a deal. I didn't think it was a Everybody problem. Everybody gave you a wide berth, didn't they? <laughs> Walked to the other side of the hallway when you were. It, it is true. Nobody really. I mean, I see. I didn't think it was a problem because nobody was coming around me. I yeah. Mean, I was just eating ants. You know, I mean, I was just over there in the corner. <laughs> I'm eating ants. Kid and, eats ants. Well, one day. My mom takes me to the doctor, and I had nothing wrong with me. Yeah. Nothing wrong. I just thought we were going to the doctor just because I was a kid, and I didn't think about anything. I just followed, you know. And uh, we get to the doctor, and the doctor sits me down, and he's like, David, I I understand you've been eating ants. <laughs> How did they know? Well, I later found out that, the, that, the, uh, that my teacher called my mom. And told my mom that I was sitting on the playground eating ants, and I I remember it vivid. I mean, I loved ants. I would eat the uh, the the big red ants were my favorite. Not I don't think they were fire ants. I don't even know if fire ants really exist because I've never been bit by <laughs> yeah. ants. Okay, I've never like had a exist, bad experience with yeah. ants. Well, anyways, I would eat those, and I, in my mind, I remember thinking that they were the, they they tasted good. They were sweet for some reason. Like I don't I don't think it was real. I was just telling myself this. I don't know. I had a massive inner monologue in my head always as a child and the uh so she did my mom didn't even address it with me she just took me straight to the doctor to get the doctor to tell me something i guess i would have listened to the doctor when i didn't listen to her or something yeah and he he sits me down he's like david i want you to understand that what ants do is they they line themselves they cover themselves in poop so when you're eating an ant you're really eating poop and it's really not good for you to eat an ant. And I don't even think I don't even what know that, he made that up. I'm sure he did. That's a lie. You never see ants near some new poop. That all you see ants doing is getting some delicious little crumbs, you know, sugary stuff. And I've always you know. thought the ants were pretty clean, actually. Like, <laughs> I don't know. I didn't see him lining themselves with poop in a bug. Lining themselves. Where did he come up with that? That's the explanation he chose to use to try to That's... talk you down from the ledge. <laughs> I'm eating ants. So I that's, that's really the only insects I've ever eaten. Six legs, eight legs. That's pretty six um, legs, eight legs, six legs, eight legs. That's pretty funny. That's pretty what, actually ants are uh, pretty I think from watching uh like the Anthony Bourdain shows and stuff, ants are pretty uh a lot of cultures eat ants for protein. So well, it's not that weird. 
Right. It's just weird because of our cultural inhibitions. Yeah. Maybe it was weird because I was a fourth grader. You were such an open-minded fourth grader. Yeah. Yeah, that's exactly what it was. My, 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 I've never eaten any insects like like that sort of stuff, but I I would try it if it were like prepared, you know. Well, there's like chocolate-covered grasshoppers. Well, that's what I was gonna say. My mom has eaten chocolate-covered grasshoppers before, which grasshoppers creep me out. So I don't know if I could do that, but she's eaten. She said they were good. I don't know. That's cool. Yeah. Um, I think that about does it for the food. Yeah. Um, we've we actually talked for an hour now, so we should probably get on to um, this week. We're we're in our in our ever evolving, ever changing podcast. We're going to be um, splitting up what's the hype a little bit. Um, last week we did what's the hype and what's not the hype, and we'll keep that. But also this week we're going to say what have you been listening to? Yeah. Um, to give you a little taste, since we disappointed so much of not doing the music episode, we're going to give you a little taste of some music we're gonna, listening to you. So. Yeah, we'll suggest some uh, – yeah, I mean I'll just say um, this past week I've actually um, – <clears throat> I've been hyped to this band that I've never – they're not new, but I had never heard of them before. And in, in fact, I had a buddy of mine. He's been hyping them to me for like a month now. But um, – I just found it more funny to, to dog on him <laughs> instead of actually checking out the CDs until he, he burned me two of their CDs and I, I put them in the CD player. And I figured I was going to like it because he's got pretty good taste in music. But um, it's, a, it's a band called Cloud Cult. And um, there's a, they have a lot of, um, I don't know, influences that I can tell of, you know, that, that my, you know, I'm not qualified in any way, but I think, you know, I can, I can hear some, they sound a little bit like on some songs, a little bit like the flaming lips, a little bit like Pinback and modest mouse and, uh, the slip. I mean, they've got a, a, a very diverse sound. Um, one of these, you know, non genre defined sounds, you know, where they, they bounce around a lot and they got really good, really good stuff. And they actually, they're very focused on being environmentally friendly and they've got like, um, they've got four albums out, but like every, everything they do, their record label is like nonprofit and they like, <clears throat> they buy whatever it is, you know, the, the car, you know, where you like, you use so much energy so you buy something else to carbon offsetting or whatever. Yeah. yeah. Carbon offsetting their, their albums. And Which is a nice scam. I need to get on that. <laughs> Well, if you if you wanna if you wanna listen to them, I'm sure you can go to YouTube. Um, and I would suggest listening to one song called "No One Said It Would Be Easy." Um, that's a good um, kind of uh, bar to set for the band. Um, that's that's one of the songs that I actually can recognize. You know, I'm, I'm only just now listening to these two albums, and actually, in fact, the funny story with this because. As much as I hate this kind of guy, I still feel like I need to impress this kind of guy. As I was, I was going into um, this pizza place this past week uh, called Stefano's, and it's in Knoxville. It's only Knoxville, you know. I mean, it's one of these pizza places that is indigenous to the town that it's in. And um, that's that place that, near campus that we've been to that you've yeah. been to before. Okay. Yeah, it's thick yeah. crust Chicago style pizza. It's really sweet sauce, and and the guys in there are all like real heady. You know, they think they're you know misunderstood by society, beatnik wannabe kind of guys. And they they um, only like their old stuff. Is that the they kind of definitely thing? only like their old stuff? And <laughs> and I when I walk in there, I, I have to put on my you know my my hard face. You know, like I'm not gonna. 
I'm not going to act like I'm impressed by your music or your taste or anything like that. You know, I'm just going to order my pizza and I'm going to go eat my pizza with my friends. I'm going to enjoy the pizza. But um, they were playing Explosions in the Sky in in the back, you know, in the kitchen area. When you, you walk in, you walk up to the the bar and you order and then you go, go sit down, you know, and, and, and there's no wall separating the kitchen from the place that you order. And so I heard it and I was like, oh, explosions in the sky. And I was saying that to my friend that I walked in with, who's actually the guy that suggested Cloud Cult to me. And the guy that was taking our order, he's got this huge, like, curly hair afro and he's like, oh, you like, you like explosions in the sky? I was like, yeah. Yeah, bro. <laughs> he goes, Literally, uh, this is a quote. He goes, he he starts ringing us up, and then it like dawned on him, and he looks at me, and he goes, "Congratulations, you listen to good music." And I was stunned. I was like, "This guy just congratulated a stranger for listening to you know a CD that he likes to listen to," and I was just like, "Ah, oh, get me out of here," you know. But so two days later. <laughs> This is so embarrassing. Two days later, I'm uh, I, I, I like thought about that for a minute. I was like, God, you know, like I don't want to impress this guy. I don't want to validate his, that statement at all. But at the same time, like I want to prove that I'm on the level. And I hate that part about me, but it's there. The gauntlet has I, been thrown down. It's there. So yeah. I'm listening to this Cloud Cult CDs, you know, two of them, and I'm, and I'm really liking them. I'm trying to listen to them as much as possible. And um, <laughs> I go back because Mackenzie and I are babysitting for a friend of ours, and she had asked me to go pick up some Stefano's pizza so that we could eat dinner while we were babysitting. <sighs> and I call in the order, and um, I show up a couple minutes early, and the same guy's there, and he's like, oh, your pizza's going to be a minute. I'm like, all right, man, well. Are you gonna work till close? Because when when the when when the store closes, um, they don't kick everybody out, but they close the door and they start cleaning up and they turn the music on really really loud, like so loud you can't really hold on a conversation, which is you know it's all right, it's cool, whatever. And um, <clears throat> they really jam out to their music, and I'm like, all right, well you're working till close, so I go back out to my car and get one of these clock hold CDs and I bring it back in. To, to let this guy listen to this, who, this guy who I don't know, who I have absolutely nothing to prove, but I wanted, I just want, I had to. It was a compulsive, oh. a compulsion, you know, and so I, I, I haven't gone back to pick up the CD since, and I think I might just wind up buying the CD and, and never going back to that place again, because I just, I don't know if I can face him. The only way to win that fight is to not enter the battle. David, mm-hmm. I'll tell you that right now. <laughs> you know, it's just like that dude. There's no way you're gonna win against that guy. Well, it's not. Even, I mean, he was really, he was really appreciative. You know, it's like, oh, it takes a lot, man. Yeah, we'll take good care of the CD. Come back whenever you want and get it. You know, and he was like, nice. But I know when I go back in there, he's gonna have some criticism for it. Yeah, yeah it's all right. Like, yeah, uh, but the tone was, you know, I just didn't really, you know, it's not that I didn't get it. It's just that I didn't really like it as much as this other band who I think you should listen to. You know, I'll be they're like, really oh. just, yeah, they're kind of just trying to sound like such and such. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's yeah, what I'm Shut up. <laughs> I was just trying to give you a new CD to listen to. Yeah. So that's that's what I've been listening to, and... um. And, That's cool. and, but the the CDs are good. Um, Feel Good Ghosts is the album that has no one said it would be easy, and that would be the one that I would recommend somebody to listen to. It's pretty pretty accessible. If you like just like general music, like good music or whatever, then check them out because um, I don't think they're too far 
in left field for anybody to um, to prevent anybody to appreciate them. Yeah, you've been trying to hype me up to them, so I'm gonna I'm gonna have to check them out. <laughs> Definitely. <clears throat> um, what I've been listening to, um, I've, I'm in the process of editing the surf kayaking movie that I've been working on for far too long. Um, but in the process, I've gotten all these – I and the guy that I work with on these videos, we get this music from a lot of smaller bands and smaller labels to use in our videos. We get permission for it. And uh, so I've been exposed to a lot of cool bands that I wound up really liking a lot. And uh, this – I just got this uh, album from this guy named Chris Wollard, W-O-L-L-A-R-D, Chris Wollard and the Ship Thieves. And Chris Wollard is actually the lead singer of a band called uh, Hot Water Music. I don't know if you've ever heard of them before, but no, they're uh, kind of a hardcore band, sort of along the lines of Bouncing Souls or something. Um which doesn't give anybody any frame of reference. Well, maybe not, maybe not you, but other people. I mean, okay. those are the, hot water music and bouncing souls—they're pretty, pretty well known in the hardcore scene stuff. H two O is another band like that. But anyway, he's like kind of this hardcore singer, and he, you know, screams a lot on that on the hot water music stuff. But um, this is like a different style. It's kind of a country rock feel to it, yeah. and uh, it's pretty good. So check it out, Chris Wollard. Uh, check out No. No Exception, I think, is the one of the songs that's really good. If you like that song, get the rest of it. He's probably on MySpace. I don't really know. Um, or YouTube or Groove Shark is another good place to go to find music. Pandora. Pandora, Last <laughs> FM, all those places. So check out Chris Wallard and the Ship Thieves. Give him a shout-out. Cloud Cult actually has their own website, just cloudcult.com. Um, and from there, you can get a link to their MySpace page, which I'm sure is just MySpace backslash Cloud Cult, but I don't want to say that for sure. But you can listen to their music on that. Yeah, nobody's yeah. going to listen to either of these bands that we yeah. – so Everybody's, right everybody's turned off the podcast by this point. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it's too long. It, it's too long. Uh, well, what have you been hyped on this week? Um, what's the hype? What is the hype? Shit, I just forgot it. Okay, I'll go you with go, you. Go for it. <laughs> uh, for me, it's it's a return to the NBA playoffs. I I've been trying not. We don't. I didn't want to talk about it last week because we spent so much time talking about it two weeks ago. But I am. I've dived headfirst. <laughs> dived. I dove. I have. I've been watching a lot of Devin, yeah. <laughs> Devin into at first in these playoffs and and a couple of weeks ago I thought the Rockets were my favorite team. This past week I, after Yao Ming got hurt, hairline fracture in his left foot, I turned on the this game and like I was watching the Rockets spank the Lakers, and I'm telling you, I was jumping up and down, screaming. My cats were running away scared, clapping. <laughs> I have not been that into a basketball game since uh, 2007 when Villanova was playing against UNC in the Sweet 16, I guess it was, or the Elite Eight. I can't remember. I'm sure Josh Gray will remember um, because – UNC won by a controversial call at the end of the game. Um, but I've just gotten really into um, watching these playoffs more so than I was when the first round was going on. And I feel like I know the stories of all these guys on this Rockets team. And I just, I don't know. It's awesome. It's awesome. 
<laughs> yeah, yeah. And, uh, I mean, the yeah. matchups now. I mean, we've progressed now, and so you've got less, um, you know, less teams playing, and there's there's four series or four four series going on right now, and two of them are really good and nail biters, and the other two. Not as interesting. I'm not going to say they suck um, because they don't suck, but it's like they're kind of blowouts. And, um, you know, like the Cavaliers have still yet to lose in a game or even be close to losing. And then the Nuggets um, <clears throat> playing against um, – shoot, I just lost it. Who are the Nuggets playing against? Uh, it doesn't really matter. <laughs> well, they won on a controversial call as well, and the NBA actually said that it was a bad call and that maybe it would have changed the outcome of the yeah, game. Yeah, they beat, they beat, like, in the past six games, they beat their opponent by, like, 20 points or something, mm-hmm. I think, in the playoffs. I, yeah, I, I've been getting really into it, too, and, like, I, uh, I've i been following the the Rockets-Lakers series that you, mostly because you like the Rockets and... I've gotten into that team because of that, and uh, the other one is the Celtics uh, Orlando series. Because for whatever reason, I kind of default to the Celtics. I like the players on the team and everything. And they had they had a game last week against the Magic, where I was doing the same thing, jumping up and down and screaming and stuff yeah. because they were coming back from a from a big deficit. And I knew that I truly like I've been dabbling in being an NBA fan again, and I knew that I was truly a fan when yesterday, when uh, I was going. Uh, going out with my girlfriend, I texted you to tell you to please text me the scores from the games as they were happening. Yeah. Um, where, whereas before, I would have just looked it up later, not really cared. And yeah, yeah, it's the hype now. I mean, after these um, four series are finished, then we get into the conference finals, and I encourage everybody to start watching so you can have some context when we talk about it because yeah. we will definitely be talking about it um, in the future. Tonight is a two more games uh but it's cleveland against atlanta and the the mavericks that's who the, the mavericks the two Alex shitty Allen. series are on tonight if you want to see that yeah. maybe the hawk <laughs> well, yeah. maybe the hawk will get loose again and yeah right lebron james is awesome he scored 47 points in the last game against atlanta and it's almost as if atlanta is um <laughs> is a, another another quote from charles barkley he's who's just awesome to watch he's yeah. so much fun to watch he's hilarious he's talking about the atlanta guys just asking for lebron james autograph and stuff yeah, <laughs> yeah. i get your autograph so uh, like, that's my hide this week did yeah, you, yeah. Your uh, well one last note on that i've talked to three of our listeners who have actually said that they're following the nba playoffs now because of our podcasts on the nba playoffs that's pretty cool that's kind of cool our shitty knowledge of the sport <laughs> has led to other people wanting to to it shows that anybody can watch and enjoy an nba game because you don't have to know anything about but basketball get in the hole get in the hole oh by the way the lines that come out from the basketball goal to the free throw line yeah. that's called the key Booyah! Knowledge. <laughs> Put your hands in the air. Your hands. Had, uh, Knowledge. Super fan Barrett Fisher tell us that. So, um, uh, yeah. Anyways, and by the way, one more note on this, and I'm going to be watching it, and I know you hate him, but on Saturday night on ESPN, I think it's at 9.30 p.m., um, Spike Lee has done a documentary on Kobe Bryant, and it's it's a day in the life of Kobe. It's called Kobe Doing Work. It's going to be aired without commercials on ESPN Saturday night, and it is um, 
last year or maybe even two years ago, it's just like 30 cameras and tons of microphones. And it's, it starts in the morning of a game that they had against San Antonio. And it just follows Kobe all day long. And granted, a lot of people can hate on him and a lot of people do hate him for various reasons, you know, on court and off court behavior. But, um, but he is, in my opinion, the, the greatest basketball player in the NBA right now. And just, I think it's going to be cool to watch and I'm definitely going to be talking about it next week. So well, I, if you want to have some context, listen, watch it, yeah. watch it this Saturday night and whether or not you hate him or love him, it doesn't matter. It's going to be cool to, I'm not, cool. I'm not a Kobe fan, but I am a Spike Lee fan. So I might have to check that out. I didn't, didn't know about that. Yeah. Spike Lee did it. I mean, if anything, it's going to be cool because you always want to know how much shit they're talking. Oh, that's another cuss word. How much they're talking <laughs> on, on the on the basketball court, you know, and it's got the microphone the whole time. Oh, uh, yeah. You want to know when, when you just see the mouthing things on the court, you want to know what they're really <laughs> Which you can – a lot of people uh, – and this will bring it up. Uh, God, we, I could talk about this NBA playoffs forever. Chris Anderson, Fohawk. Birdman. Birdman. They were the last Nuggets game. They were all over his jock, just telling his life story. They may as well have done a documentary on him during the game, because all they did was talk about him. And they showed pictures of 2001 when he first came in the NBA. He had one tattoo and a bowl cut. And now in 2009, he's got like uh, he spent seven hundred thousand dollars on tattoos. It's what it seems like, not literally, but he's spent so much money on tattoos. He's totally tatted up. He's got that faux hawk with all the gel in his hair he's he's rocking he's still i thought it was just for one game he was going to be doing that but he's still wearing that faux hawk and and um and it was oh they had him after he got he he got called for a foul and you could just see clearly it, him say that's fucking bullshit <laughs> <laughs> oh you just said oh look at you finding no him. that was i'm just quoting somebody no, else. that doesn't count fine 25 dollars <laughs> I'm about to buy a be able to buy a lot of JBCs with that. A lot of crispy chicken. I got it, man. My favorite player in the playoffs is this dude named Scalapini who plays on the Celtics. I call him Couch Potato. <laughs> he's just this dude. He's you would not expect. He is not a basketball player. He's like a fan who want to be a Celtics for a for the playoffs contest they're playing, yeah they're playing him a lot more than you would think they'd be playing but he's him. actually pretty good but he does not have the body he's like this kind of a he's got kind of a gut and he's real pale really pale red hair little goatee he looks he's like literally, he's 40 he's a celtic yeah he <laughs> looks celtic. like the mascot yeah <laughs> He, he's he he is the toy you get in the Lucky Charms box. Yeah, he is a leprechaun. I and I call I call him I call him Couch Potato because he doesn't come off the bench; he comes off the couch. <laughs> he is actually last last year when the Celtics won um, the NBA championship. He didn't play at all in the playoffs at all. And they and and in the you know the press conference they had after the game, one of the reporters asked him like, "How does it feel to be uh, on the championship team where you didn't play at all during the playoffs?" And he's like, "That feels great." He's like, you know, I mean, you guys weren't on the team. And so <laughs> yeah. You're never going to get to have that. And then he said, he said, you know, here in a couple of years, maybe I'll be able to say that I played a couple of minutes. And then by the time I got grandkids, I'm going to tell them I was the MVP. <laughs> I mean, I'm sure he was on the roster, so he got a ring. <laughs> you know? Yeah. That's all that matters. You ain't got no ring. So, he's playing this year, though. Yeah. 
And I can't, I can't wait to hear him in a press conference. He gives me, he gives me hope. He makes me think I could go play some basketball, which I'm terrible, terrible at basketball, but he makes me think I could beat Tiger Woods at golf. Yeah, he's just that dude. You, you should watch the series just to see him. Maybe we'll put a picture. Just to see him. I mean, I seriously, just yeah. I'm gonna to put up that picture. There's a picture of Paul Pierce who looks like he's riding a horse. Did you see that picture I sent it to you? No, that's Rondo that looks like he's riding a horse. No, no, it's 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 Paul Pierce because he's got a picture of Scalapini and the guy Noah from the Bulls, and they're like Dude, they got these basketball poses, and then there's a picture of Paul Pierce next to them, and he looks like he's riding an imaginary horse. He's like galloping you, down the court. You're not gonna post it because it is Rondo, and you're gonna realize you're wrong. It's not Rondo. It's Rondo. I will bet you on this podcast right now a thousand dollars. <laughs> I will bet you $1,000 that that is Paul Pierce. I'll bet you the $25 that I put in a jar. At a thousand bucks, buddy. If you're no, so I'm confident not. on it. I don't I don't have to bet a thousand dollars. You're backing on. out. You're you're soft. <laughs> soft. That is Paul Pierce. I'm gonna put it up, and everybody's gonna see that you owe me a thousand bucks. Not everybody, like three people, because the amount of listeners we have compared to the amount of people that actually look on our Twitter feed for the episode notes, it's yeah. got to be only three people. So let's keep going. All right. Um, my what's the hype? We don't really have to talk about it, but I saw this new Star Trek last night, and it was really good, Ooh. and I think people should see it. Um, even I'm not that big of a Star Trek fan, so I don't know how I would like it if I was a big Star Trek fan, but I know some, you know, I've watched some of the other movies and watched the series when I was a kid and stuff, but um, it's good. It's a fun movie. Well, so. Yeah, I did. Um, I watched it too last night. We we went to see the same movie thirty minutes apart in two separate towns. Yeah, and um, I enjoyed it a lot. In fact, when I it, it's been a long time since I walked out of a movie and didn't know where I was. You know what I mean? You're that immersed in a movie where you're, yeah. in, you're like, what town am I in? What time is it? You know that kind of thing. Usually, I'm pretty good about that when I leave, but. Um, yeah, no, I really enjoyed it. I'm, I, yeah, me as well. I'm a next generation kind of guy. I've seen probably 15 episodes of Star Trek: The Next Generation, and I've only seen maybe three or four episodes of the original Star Trek. So that but, makes uh, you a next generation kind of guy, because you only watch. But I like Jean-Luc Picard. But the, um, the, yeah, I could recognize like it seems like a pretty good enough synthesis of of fanboy treatment and new person treatment, and obviously. Um, they've got the hype behind them with J.J. Abrams. I mean, on Sunday, I think the numbers were at 72 million. So I don't know if they broke 100 million in the first weekend. But when we went to the theater, it was 7.30 on a Sunday night. I expected us to get in there and just, you know, there may be 10 other people in the theater. But that that, that theater was packed. Yeah, our, the Sunday theater night. was packed when we went too. So. Yeah. yeah. And uh, there was a lot of laughs that, that um, I mean, it's got its it's got its moments. I mean, it's pretty good. It's fun. It's cool to be it's silent. It's cool because it's kind of a like it's like a reboot of the series, but they still like left it to where they didn't disrespect the old series and movies and stuff. Yeah. So a, it was a good. It was good for them to take it as a like they're starting out stories. Yeah, um, yeah, started, yeah. You know, start and, and continue. So we'll, yeah, yeah, I hope they make a sequel to it, and I think. That it, I mean, they've set it up in a way that I think they could. I think could that, well, I think they've actually, if it's a success, the contract that Abrams signed was for two more. Yeah. I I think it, that it was either that or with Wolverine, which we don't need to talk about Wolverine because we actually received some hate um, for giving a Wolverine a thumbs up last oh. week. Oh. And um, so. 
Whatever. I think that may have been the one that has a, a trilogy option if it did yeah. well. But I can't. St- I can't imagine that they weren't that they aren't planning to make a sequel to Star Trek. Like it's just yeah. the way they set it up. It really. I don't know. It's this summer's Iron Man. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. For sure. it, it surprised me. I didn't expect. I, I actually got a little bit excited before we went to see it, and it it exceeded my expectations. So I think it's good. Check it out and yeah, go watch that. So that was my what's the hype. So what's uh what's not the hype this week? Well, being that uh, I'm moving, I'm I'm getting planned to move, and I and I was um, calling up U-Haul and Penske this week to make a reservation for a truck to move, and I, it's really just it's not that big of a deal, but it's definitely dealing with those companies is not the hype. No, um, it's a pain in the ass. Let's be clear about it. To to get yeah. a moving van is a pain. I wound up I wound up going with Penske, and um. <laughs> This is, this is gonna sell me out because I told Mackenzie that I had really good negotiation skills, <laughs> and and luckily she she, she didn't listen to episode that. four at all, so she's probably not gonna listen to episode five. And I know my parents ain't listening to it, and the, and, and my parents are the ones that I hyped up my negotiation skills to, and as well as Mackenzie. And I told them, yeah, I got this and this and this um, <laughs> for cheaper rates and stuff. But really, the truth of the matter is, I called up. And I was on the like central reservations line. Yeah. And this, I'm talking to this lady, and like, um, I I was like, uh, she was like, how many hand trucks do you need? I was like, I'll get two. And she's like, that'll be forty dollars. I was like, I go, what? Fuck that! I'll get one. And she goes, okay, well I'll give you two just for the price of one. And I was like, all right, done. <laughs> you know, like I didn't expect to get two after I said I'd just get one. Yeah. Because, like, who's going to pay that much money for just some hand trucks just to make it easier? Like, I don't even need one. So you negotiated without trying to negotiate, without even knowing that you were negotiating. Yeah, and the only thing I did negotiate with is, like, U-Haul was going to give me four days and Penske was going to give me three. And I was like, well, U-Haul is going to give me four. And she was like, okay, you can have the fourth one free. Like, it didn't even take anything. Like, I was just like, well, I want one more day. She's like, yeah, you got it. And uh, and then the uh, we were thinking about towing a car. Um, and there's two different types of trailers you can have one that just has the two wheels and you're pulling the car and then the other one where you like drive the car on up to the trailer mm-hmm. and it and it tows it and the car doesn't touch the ground at all and I was like uh, I don't know which one I need I was like I'll just I'll just get the two wheel one and if I need I'll call back and change it and she's like well I'll just give you the four wheel one for the price of the two wheel one I was like, uh, okay. <laughs> like, what? Like, really? Like, you you just threw that at me. I didn't even ask for it. You just threw it at me. So, I obviously, I went on to tell Mackenzie, I was like, I got another day free. I got a hand truck free. And I got the four-wheel trailer for the price of the two-wheel trailer. I'm really good. And uh, everybody was, well, she was impressed. And, and the truth of the matter is, I didn't really do anything with it. But it's not the hype. I mean, they're just... It was just crappy. Yeah, <laughs> you just uh, you just used the f word again too. Did I? You did. You said fuck that. <laughs> well, I was just telling the story of before the cleanse started. Mm-hmm. You keep putting these uh, disclaimers on this. Just so. keep moving on. Let's just keep. Moving on. <laughs> Let's talk about you, not me. Um, <laughs> my what's not the hype is today. We're late recording the podcast today because I woke up to what, what I call a maelstrom. Of tweets, uh, 
phone calls, emails, and basically text messages and every other way to communicate with me, even people knocking on my door. <laughs> Just an overload of people trying to get in contact with me about various things, some things related to work, some things just about bullshit. And it was so much that it was just an overload, and I couldn't I couldn't focus on anything, um, any well, one thing. And so that's why we're late doing this podcast today. I can I can relate to that. I, when I started using Twitter, I was like, let me, you know, I got unlimited text messages, okay? So I don't care how many text messages I get, or so I thought. I didn't care how many text messages I got. So when I got on Twitter, I decided to m- follow Mobily via text message, like everybody that I was following. And it, it turned out some people, you know, didn't really update much, whatever, whatever. So when somebody updates, you know, it sends me a text message, and I can read what they wrote. And um, it's cool because I'm not around a computer all the time, and, you know, I think it's cool. I want to follow see, – see what people are saying on Twitter, you know. And I've got <laughs> – I follow two these two celebrities, and for some reason, because I've started using TweetDeck, I'm not going to the original Twitter page, and so I, I just haven't gotten around to stop following these people mobily. But John Mayer and Rain Wilson tweet more than God, and, yeah. and I get more text messages from those tw- Twitter updates than I do any other text message combined, and it's so frustrating that I'll wake up. You know, to go to work or something at like 5:45 in the morning, and I've got like 25 text messages, and they're all Rain Wilson and John Mayer. And it's like I probably shouldn't even say that I'm following John Mayer on Twitter, but I am, and I'm not going to apologize. I, I follow Rain Wilson. I don't follow John Mayer, but my girlfriend does, and she loves his tweets and stuff. I just, man, that John Mayer's got a good thing going on. <laughs> he really does. He does. Everybody likes him. Yeah, well, some people don't like him, but that, that, it's really, I mean... It's yeah, not, but those are the people that just don't like people who who other people like. This is just haters. You know, in general, most people like John Mayer on some level. Even yeah. if they don't like his music, they like him. Yeah, yeah. So I need to get around to stopping that. So I can relate to what you're talking about, but it's only text messages on from Twitter. It's just, it's just, the, and I was following Questlove, and he tweets about a million times in a moment, and then also in Guy Corral, who's one of the podcast contributors on, on Out of the Game, and he's used to be a writer for Newsweek, yeah. and if you've ever heard him on the podcast, you know he, he tweets whole articles on Twitter. <laughs> he, he tweets epics. It's just, I don't get the mobile updates on my phone, but I try to keep up with what people are saying, because, I mean, people send cool links out and stuff that I like to check up on, but it was just like, today, it was everything just intersected and just blew my mind, and I just, I'm still, like, shaken by it, because I, I still haven't, like, tied up all the loose ends from my day. Yeah. So, it it gets overwhelming. So many ways to communicate with people. Imagine, what did we do, like... 10 years ago we got a lot more done that's one thing for the the record before the podcast is over i was wrong about the picture (laughs) it is it is paul pierce joey sent it to me on the computer (laughs) i just sent it to him (laughs) with a nice little passive aggressive message (laughs) They <laughs> said, oh, is Rondo number 34 these days? It is Paul Pierce. Uh, it does look like he's riding a donkey, though. <laughs> <laughs> uh, i got, I got to put that on the show notes. This is a great picture. Two dudes in basketball poses and Paul Pierce riding an imaginary horse. Yeah. <sighs> oh. 
Okay, well, we're getting near the end of the... Uh... Are we? I could keep going a few hours. <laughs> I feel good about it. I think this well, is going to be our... This is our week. Yeah, we we finally reached it. Like, three-hour podcast about food, cereal, and, and what we're about to get to now, which is our grab bag topic of the day, of the week. And, it, and it's called Bucket of Dicks. And... Uh, <laughs> Joey's going to explain that. Okay, so Bucket of Dicks is the thing we kind of started uh, where I started sending uh, Groove picture messages of people uh, parked real shitty like or in real shitty cars, you know, like giant Hummers or whatever, like uh, people who park and block handicapped spots and stuff like that. Or it's like based, people that double park so that their car doesn't get scratched. Yeah, so that their giant truck doesn't get scratched. You know, that sort of thing. That's that's what we, I consider a, those people, they're a bucket of dicks. You know? And yeah. so uh, we do that, and we often, he'll send me pictures of people doing shitty stuff on the road or whatever. And so it's just kind of like, and it's not limited to people the way that they deal with their cars or whatever. It's just people who are shitty. And do shitty things or bucket of dicks. So, so what's your bucket of dicks for this for this week? Well, just a side note. I, I just got a uh, <laughs> I, I just got a text message from one of our listeners, Little Teeter, and oh. he says two things. Number one, I need J Ho's number from you, and number two, I'm number one fan for streaming the podcast from my iPhone on my 10 hour drive for three straight hours. So I guess he just listened to. Three episodes in a row from his iPhone on a drive. You don't get no love for mentioning an iPhone. Get that shit out of here. <laughs> get it out of don't, don't give him my number, please. But that, but that, you know what? That's that's proof. I have had people ask me to be number one fan, and and you know what? Adam from Florida, Gulfstream Blues, never once asked to be number one fan. That's right, and that's why he's the number one fan. Humble people, be humble. <laughs> you get rewarded. <laughs> don't give don't give Teeter my number, please. I'm gonna try to put him. I'm gonna send it to you right now. No, don't you do it. Alright, so, so, um, so your bucket of dicks for the week. My bucket of dicks for the week is actually not uh has nothing to do with cars. I've 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 started um this week I started playing some video games again. I, I've been haven't played like a major video game, like a AAA video game, which is one you know that you put in the console, or whatever. I've been playing downloadable games, whatever, whatever. So I started playing Call of Duty Four again, uh, which I haven't played in like like five months at least. And um, and I get on, and I start playing by myself, and um, it's just a bucket of dicks playing right now because they all, uh, you know, there's one style where you can play where you're like one team against another. But yet you can kill people on your own team, but it, you're not supposed to. You know, you get like docked points for yeah. that and that kind of stuff. But I've just been getting murdered by the people on my own team, just uh, on purpose, not not even accidentally, not a random grenade or something. But people coming up behind me and just knifing me in the back and that kind of stuff. So it's just a bucket of dicks. I hate playing video games by myself. The relative anonymity of Xbox Live just allows people to be a bucket of dicks. Yes, yeah. The best is when it's like some 10-year-old kid. It sounds like a little 10-year-old kid, and they're saying cuss words to you you never heard before. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and, it, and it's usually got a really bad slant to it. Right, so. and, and they make you feel bad about yourself. <laughs> For playing yeah. video games with 10-year-olds. No, just like they say things that just get to you. You're like, holy shit, a 10-year-old just made me feel bad about myself. Yeah. 
Yeah. Oh. So that's that's my bucket of dicks. Well, my bucket of dicks is like the the ultimate, the king of the bucket of dicks, if you will. I was at the beach this weekend at a surf kayak competition, and we were in the parking lot, and this truck, this big truck, it would have been big anyway. It was some big like F five fifty or something. Yeah, there is such a thing. And F1, it was thousand. It was jacked up like on on this like monster truck frame. With these huge wheels, I got no idea how that guy climbed up into that truck. But he comes rolling through the parking lot, and lo and behold, it's who is driving it? But that guy. Yeah, you know that guy. That's he, he he just like has this. He has his hat on backwards. He's like looks kind of fratty or whatever, and he's just like he's like smiling ear to ear because he's got this giant truck. And whenever I see a big car like that, I'm not that environmentally conscious, but it just makes me think, you know what? You're the reason we're paying this much for gas. Don't blame anybody else, politics or anything. It's because you got that ridiculous car, you bucket of dicks. (laughs) And I was going to take a picture of it, but he drove off, presumably to go to the gas station, because I imagine he can only go about a block before he needs to fill up again. <laughs> and he just drove off. And I just wanted. I was like, man, if I had if I had the energy to climb up into that truck and and hit you, I probably would right now just for having that truck. What kind of music was he playing? He didn't want to play. Lot- I couldn't hear it because his truck was so loud, you know. So I don't. I have no idea what he was playing. He was probably playing Slipknot or something. As the Flowmasters on. Yeah. <laughs> man. This, this giant truck, man. Oh, my God. It was terrible. Awful human being right there. Bucket of dicks. Bucket of dicks. So if you if you see somebody double parked or triple parked or the one bucket of dicks that uh, Jigga sent me about a month ago is a guy parked along the uh, the line that you pull up to. And he was like – Parked in six parking spots. Um, if you see any of those, take a cell phone picture, send it to us on our uh, on a, at our email address. I only like their old stuff.com. We'll try to get some of those pictures posted on Twitter. If you if you if you see any dicks, you go ahead and forward that on to us. And as far as I'm concerned, that's it for this week. Uh, episode five. We made I it. I <laughs> Best if episode you're still ever. Pat yourself on the back if you made it to the end of this episode. Do it right now. Pat yourself on the back. I know I am. My throat's my throat's sore from talking so yeah. much. Well, we will uh we'll see you folks next week. Yep. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Play outro music here. Have a good week. Episode. I only like your We'll see you next time.